Greetings, everyone. I'm Vernon Sheridan, the pastor of this podcast called The Traveling Pulpit. And I just want to say thank you for listening today. It is a beautiful Sunday afternoon uh, here in the South, and it is hot. I'm telling you, wherever you are listening, if you are here in the South where I am, it is hot. H-O-T-T. Hot. Uh, if you are listening on Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, or whatever uh, uh, podcast listening device that you have on your phone, uh, I just want to say thank you for uh, listening to the Traveling Pulpit. If this is your first time, please do not hesitate to uh, share, follow, and continue to uh, listen to the Traveling Pulpit podcast. You know, God's word, when it goes out, it does not come back to him void. But what it does when it goes out, it changes, it corrects, and it restores. Just like that in uh, the uh, the book of the 23rd Psalm. You know, uh, David is who we're who we're going to be talking about today um, wrote one of the most popular verses in the Bible, that being the 23rd Psalm. I think another popular verse in Scripture uh, that is known the world over is John three sixteen. You know, I am old enough to remember the man uh, during the NFL football games that would hold the sign John 316 at the end zone goal post, uh, knowing that the TV camera would be posting on that team's uh, field uh, 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 extra point attempt after a touchdown. He would always hold this sign up that says John 316. Well, that was then and this is now and we no longer see that man or any other man holding up a sign that says John 316. Instead, we probably see uh, men holding up uh, beer advertisements or or uh, alcohol consuming uh, advertisements rather than God's word being lifted up. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. We are here today to talk about David uh, and his writings in the 23rd Psalms. And that is what we're going to do. Um, you know, the 23rd Psalm, um, it reads as follows. And it is such a powerful, powerful verse of scripture. Um, let, let, let me just read it to you and we'll, we'll go from there. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, if mine sound a little different, uh, my translation sounds a little different than your translation. It's because I read from the English Standard Version of Scripture, um, which makes it a little more comfortable for me to read. Uh, you, uh, in turn, have your own uh, uh, verse of scripture that is comforting to you. But remember, um, remember that the word, the word of God does not go back to him void. So what's out there and what is written 
is meant for you to have and for you to take with you while you are out there in the world uh, to use as uh, as a changing device to people, um, just not to change people, but to give them uh, the words that changed you. Uh, that is our responsibility, I believe, um, as Christians, is not to change anyone, but to tell everyone who changed you. Amen. Amen. All right. The 23rd Psalm written by David. David is on the run from Saul who wants to kill him. If you remember, David is God's anointed king of Israel. But Saul is the people's anointed king of Israel. There is a big difference in what I just said. God's anointed king of Israel is David, but the king's anointed, uh, uh, but the, but the, the king's anointed of Israel is through the people. The people chose Saul. They, they elected Saul to be their king. And that is what gets Israel into trouble. They no longer wanted God over them. They wanted a king over them like everyone else. And see, when you reject God, you can end up in all types of trouble. So David is now on the run in possibly one of the caves uh, hiding out from Saul to keep from being killed by Saul, who does want to kill him, who is jealous of him because he is God's anointed king. And David remembers God and, re and begins to write down his feelings for God as the 23rd Psalm reads, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, meaning God is the great shepherd. Christ is our Messiah that takes care of our needs so that we will not go without or lack for anything in this world. He makes me lie down in green pastures, meaning that though we are so troubled in this world, there is a time for sleep and rest. Because as sheep, as the Bible refers to us as sheep, we are grazers. Sheeps are grazers. And if we're not careful, we will graze into an area for so long that it just becomes so uh, it, it, it become we become so used to it being that way. So the shepherd has to keep us moving to greener pastures so that we can continue to eat good and rest well, because it is important for the Christian to not settle not settle for the things of the world, but continue to progress in the Lord, continue to study his word, continue to grow in the Lord. Because when we do so, we, we build in ourselves a relationship that is unbreakable between the Lord and his people. The, the Jesus himself gave us this example by periodically removing himself from the crowd so that he could so he so that he could go off to pray. Also, that's an example that he set for us. And that's an example that we should continue to practice even in our day and time. Still waters are a peaceful place where the Lord's Holy Spirit dwells 
where we can find peace and rest so that we too can be restored. These waters are where the Holy Spirit of the Lord covered the face of the deep in Genesis 1 and 2. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. It is the shepherd's responsibility to protect the sheep so that when the sheep walks through the valley of death and uncertainty, we have placed our trust in the shepherd so that we will walk through without fear. And when we are in the presence, because we will be in the presence of wolves, bears, and lions, we can face them with confidence that he is with us, watching over us with his all-seeing eye, covering us with his blood. Jesus is the rod and staff by which he leads, guides, protects, and corrects his own. Sometimes we may feel that trouble coming into our lives uh, as a believer is a punishment, but it is actually reminding us who is in charge. See, the world will not correct the world because the world doesn't want the world to turn against itself. So the world will give the world its it's it's goodness and it's glorification so that the world may remain asleep. But we have not been called to be awoke because being woke can put us back to sleep. But we have been called to be aware. So with his watching over us, with his all seeing eyes covering us with his blood, we have the confidence that when we are in the presence of the wolves, the bears, and the lions, we can face them knowing that the Lord protects us, guides us, and leads us. John, uh, Jesus said in John, 20, John 10, 27 through 30, he says these words, My sheep know my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hands. Now that's powerful right there. I got to tell you that that's powerful. That means that when you are in Christ and Christ gives you over to his father, nothing in this world can penetrate God's hand to take you from him. It is because the sheep knows the shepherd voice and the sheep are protected by the shepherd. And when we are in the presence of the wolves, bears, and lions, because again, we are going to be in the presence of the wolves, bears, and the lions. Every leader who has stood up in this world has stood up in the presence of wolves, bears, and lions. These wolves, bears, and lions are in this world and are prepared to devour us who are Christ chosen. But Christ has already prepared a table for us to sit at so that our enemies will see us covered in his anointed blood. They will see our cups overflowing with his blessings and they will have no ability to harm us. They will have no opportunity to to hurt us. 
I'm speaking spiritually, not physically. You see, there is something about the physical body and the spiritual body that people get confused with. The physical body is what the world takes back to itself. But the spiritual body is what is what God and Christ receive unto themselves. If you remember Christ during the days of, of his crucifixion, it was this. It was the physical body that returned itself to the earth. But when Mary Magdalene saw Christ on his resurrection, it was his glorified body. It was his new spiritual body that she saw. So remember that, that, that we are prepared. We have, we are prepared at a table in which our enemies will sit at with us also. And they are prepared to devour our flesh, but it is our spirit that has to remain hold. It has to remain steadfast in Christ Jesus. By accepting Christ into our lives, his goodness and his mercy will be with us all the days of our lives. And our reward is to be with the Lord in his house forever. John 14, 1 and 4 says by Jesus, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? I believe Jesus is asking a question there. If it were not so, would I have not told you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. And Jesus adds this little, this little, little, little uh, note to the believer. And you know the way to where I am going. See, we are believers. We know the way. We don't have no doubt on where the way is or how we are supposed to go to get there. It is the world who is confused. You know, real quick, be, be, before before I, I, I close, I want to tell you about my experiences as a phlebotomist and what the Lord revealed to me the other day. You see, I don't like to work from behind. There was a time when, you know, my, 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 my younger days of, of drawing blood, I didn't care if I got backed up. Because I knew I had the confidence that I could work through it. I could I could I could do the 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 demand. I, I could I could face the 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 uh the, the many people that needed their blood drawn. You know, I was a hustler. I was in there, I was drawing blood. Sometimes I remember drawing up to hundred and twenty people a day by myself because I love to draw blood. I was young, I was aggressive, I was doing it, you know. I mean, it didn't matter. But as I got older, you know, the grind, it got a little tough. And I, I realized that I don't want to work so hard anymore. I want to work smarter. So what I've what I've been doing here lately is I have been preparing my requisitions for patients who have not come yet. But I want to make sure that when they come, if I'm backed up, I have everything prepared. So all I have to do is pull the order, identify them and then draw their blood. Well, 
I did that, and the Lord spoke to me one day. I had filled out the name, the date of birth, the order that the doctors wanted, and the date that it was that it would it would be collected. It would be the next day that it would be collected. But what I didn't put in there was the time. You see, I did not know what time they would come. And the Lord revealed to me that that requisition that I filled out is the same requisition that we as Christians fill out when we first come to Christ. We fill out our name. We fill out our date of birth. We fill out the date that we became Christian and we fill out the order in which we 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 decided to come to Christ. And Christ says that the time that you did not put in is the time that I fill in. Because when I come, you don't know what time I'm coming. And when he revealed that to me, I said, you know what? I got to share this. I got to share this with the traveling pulpit family because our requisitions are already filled out. Our names have already been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Our dates of birth has already been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And the day that we came to Christ is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And also the needs that we need, they're already written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But what we don't have, Traveling Pulpit family, we don't have the day, we don't have the time upon which he will make his return. But one thing is for certain, leave it blank. Because that is for him to fill in. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you so much. I just, I'm so grateful to, to do the things that I'm doing. I am getting more and more comfortable with, uh, with the podcast uh, uh, process, understanding it. And as I said, I want to grow. I want to continue to evolve. I want to reach more and more people uh, through the podcast because uh, as I said before, and as I always say, the word will not come back to God void. So you have a responsibility also that is to share this podcast and and all you're doing is sharing. Hey, I know this podcast, uh, this, you know, this guy, he's preaching. Hey, just take a listen. You know, if you don't like it, don't worry. You don't have to listen anymore, but give it a chance. And that's all I'm asking you to do. Your first time listeners, just give it a chance because uh, you never know. Uh, what is being said that you might need uh, or or something that that is in the word that you might hear? You, wait a minute. Hold. Let me reference that. Let me check that out and see you are then doing your due diligence. So uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate uh, everything that uh, all the support that you give through following, through uh, sharing and through listening. Thank you for that. So continue to do so. Um, this week we have, uh, we have reef recharge and refuel Wednesday coming up. Uh, I hope you will be here to, to share in that. Uh, and, uh, let's continue to grow the traveling pulpit. I just, uh, I'm just so grateful for, for, uh, the opportunity to come and share uh, God's word with you. And also, Hey, I have a new email address. It is the traveling pulpit at gmail.com. Uh, drop me an email. Let me know who you are, where you're listening from. Uh, if you like the traveling pulpit or if you don't like the traveling pulpit, you know, I understand uh, it's not for everybody. Uh, but but uh, but God's word is for everybody. So um, check me out. Uh, drop me an email. And uh, again, just say hi. Uh, I would appreciate that. I'd love, love to hear from you and and I would respond right back to you. So um, 
Don't forget to join me on Wednesday for Refuel and Recharge Wednesday. Uh, let's say a quick prayer and get out of here. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into the into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Again, let me say thank you. Um, enjoy your week as it uh, as it comes and uh, tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye.